What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 40 of the No Mercy podcast. A lot of shit going on in the world today. We have not abandoned you. We did not leave you. You left us. We have been over at the 4Deep Discord, number 4deep.com. Click join Discord. I've been doing about 12 hours a day of live podcasts over there, interactive. Uh, me and Ben talk about that throughout the show. So uh, there's a little teaser for that. But we are over there rocking and popping. Uh, I just found out that I've been deemed like an undercover spy, secret agent, by someone in the Trump campaign. <laughs> so uh, magically, in the last 24 hours, that was pretty awesome to go through it yesterday in the Discord. Uh, I found out that uh, a friend of mine is best friend since he was little with an immediate family member in Trump's circle. So he's not even in politics and stuff. I go into it in the second half of the podcast. So it's probably like the last 30 minutes. This is only an hour pod. That's a quicker one. But um, yes, so I break down exactly the information that I'm being fed from a very reliable source who has proved to be very reliable to me. And uh, a lot of it is crazy. A lot of it is talking about how Trump's going to walk through this election, how this is over. Uh, forget about it not being over for Trump. It's over for Biden for what I'm hearing. Uh, lots of information, lots of stuff that will kind of blow your mind in the second half of this. Keep in mind, don't kill the messenger. But uh, I'm getting this information secondhand from someone in the uh, Trump inner circle, someone you see on TV. So uh, that'll be fun. First half of the pod, we basically recap and recover um, everything since the election day to bring you up to speed. Uh, it's myself, G-SPAN, which is my new name on my network on Discord, and Ben BC, uh, Ben Jammin. So we try to get you through everything, get you fully caught up as quick as possible. The whole crew will be back next week. We'll have the flip mode squad in here, get back to normal, and we're going to get back on a regular schedule. We'll just have the site being built and everything. So uh, without further ado, don't hit it, Miyagi. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here with episode 40 of the No Mercy podcast, an emergency podcast. We have been away for a little bit. There's been a lot fucking going on. We have not really been away. You may think we've been away, but we've actually been more active than ever, just on a different outlet than you guys are used to. So we're throwing together this podcast right now. We're going to try and make it an hour. We're going to bang through it real quick. I brought my boy on, Ben Jammin, Ben BC News, which he is now referred to as on 4D. Ben, what's up, motherfucker? Hey, what's going on, man? Glad to be here. It's your boy, Ben Jammin, with the X's on the side. What's up? <laughs> ben Shady. Man. It's been fun, man. There's been a lot going on. We've been active, like you said, more active than ever. And it's a it's a good time to do that with so much going on, all the news going on. Yeah, it's been crazy. So if you guys are wondering, uh, Four Deep is almost done. The website is almost complete. Uh, we're all over there on the Four Deep Discord, which we'll talk to you about in a second. Kurt's working on the site right now. Bobby's doing a guest spot on a bunch of other podcasts. Janet was going to come on, but she's recording. She's in the Four Deep side with us all the time. The guests we've had over there have been fucking incredible. It's its own ecosystem right now. The community that we built over at just the 4Deep Discord. We don't even have the site up yet. And Ben, the site looks fucking retarded. Oh, it looks great. And that's how you'll be able to tell I didn't make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the site looks fucking sick. It's, it's incredible. So what we decided to do, we did the debate party. We did another debate party, and then we left it open. And this thing just morphed into its own fucking ecosystem. So if you're wondering where we've been, I don't know how. You should be following us on Instagram and Twitter. And Ben's is at X, Ben Jammin X on Twitter and Instagram. And then mine's Create the Mayhem on Instagram. But let me just give you a glimpse of what's been going on over there. 
We've had three discords shut down already, Ben, right? Yep, three of them nuked. Right, so we've had three discords nuked. The community got so big that we broke discord on election night. Um, and we broke it again last night when I was breaking news, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so last night. We're snapping it left and right. And we got up to 8,500 people active daily in that discord. So there's no less than 500 patriots in there at a time. It's fucking insanity. We talk about dating. We talk about politics. We have shows. Ben BC is a, is a new thing. You are now Ben BC News, Benjamin. Yeah, it's pretty funny because we started doing these live shows on Discord where, you know, you could do the voice chat and it's almost like a live podcast. And I was doing one by myself and I, I was breaking so much news for, <laughs> it, I think it was about six hours that I did it for. Yeah. And then people started calling me Ben BC News. No, not people, me. <laughs> I so, fucking made, why do you never give me credit for somebody, that? I made up fucking Ben BC News. Somebody in the chat called me Ben BC News. Yeah, me. Me in the fucking <laughs> chat, asshole. <laughs> fucking the guy you're talking to, dick. Tommy came up with Ben BC News and it's yes, stuck. Yes, there we go. So, so yeah. So and you even have your own name now, too. I do. I'm G-Span now. <laughs> <laughs> so NBC we're and G-Span. Yeah, we're taking over the news for those, for those that don't know what's been going on. So basically, um, Janet and everyone else has done a fantastic job of being involved in the Discord over there, too, on the four deep side. So I don't want to leave anyone out. But Ben, you've been doing about, what, six, seven hours a day in shows, maybe four to six hours a day in shows. And I've been doing um, really the after hour shift. So Ben's been doing the day shift where I'll pop in and out. And then I kind of do the after dark shift, Tommy G after dark. I don't think I've gone to bed before five o'clock in the morning in the last three weeks while we haven't dropped a no mercy because I'm literally in the discord doing live podcasts in our discord where we allow listeners to come in. We turn their mics on. We have the chat going while we're breaking the news or talking about politics or talking about conspiracies or Antarctica or dating special guests that we've had in there already for the last three weeks. Um, Liz Crokin, Kate Awakening, Inevitable E.T., Red Pill 78, Janet, as we know. Uh, Bobby's done a meme show in there and been in there. Kurt hasn't been in there yet, of course. Uh, Uncle Danny, Hey Sherry, Red Pill Fairy, Crystal Teeny, Little Miss Patriot was in last night for two hours. My Maria 777 is in there all the time. Romanelli's in there all the time. XG from Sam Tripoli's show was in there the last two nights. Uh, Carly Bond has been in there. Like, I mean, uh, we have people from the chat that have become hosts basically like Pixie and Rain. Uh, it's just the community has just been fucking incredible. So if you're wondering why there hasn't been that many No Mercies, it's because we're doing 12 hours of No Mercy every day with a whole cast of character and guests in the Four Deep Discord. So the way to find it is obviously on our Instagrams we post it, but the easiest way to find it is go to fourdeep.com. Okay, fourdeep.com. The site isn't up, but we have a landing page there. And just click on join our Discord. And whenever it gets zapped or shut down, we create a new one. So there will always be the current freshest link for the newest Discord, uh, even after they ban us. But uh, it's been popping, Ben, and it's been fun as shit. Yeah, it's been great. And it's not just news and politics that we've been talking about. But one night, I think it was about two or three in the morning, me and you started having an art contest and letting the people in the, <laughs> and letting the people in the discord judge. And Tommy hated it because T- Tommy's actually a good artist and I'm horrendous and horrendous. 
I'm a horrible. Dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. And, <laughs> and, he, dumb and bitch. he had no idea that I was so bad. I mean, he knows I'm bad at design, but he didn't know I couldn't draw. And I challenged him to an art contest because I know he's and good he's at winning. it. <laughs> and he's winning. And the first one, they said, draw um, AOC, uh, Alexander <laughs> Cortez. And he he drew this like really good picture. With you big know, teeth and big boobs. Oh, and it looked Trump's exactly like hand. her. Yeah. And I drew a circle with like strands of hair that looked like a scarecrow and just <laughs> wrote the words dumb bitch in it and put eyes on it as the the U and the B. <laughs> and and that won. one. And Tommy blew a gasket. He hated it so much and the chat was oh, loving it. It was so <laughs> fucking annoying. And then we I had to we drew each other. So I drew Ben with a little penis and a beard. Like it was we have a lot of fun in there. I'm usually drunk. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Ben stoned out of his face. I learned a lot about you in there, Ben. Um me and Ben have been in there literally about 14 hours a day every day. That's why we're like, you know what? Let's come to No Mercy. Let's do a quick update, emergency podcast. A lot of things to cover. A lot of serious stuff to cover. We'll have a little fun at the beginning. But I learned that you only have two pairs of sneakers, too. I'm learning a lot about you that's very disturbing, Ben. Yeah. Well, like, like I, I tell people, I'm a very unique individual. And let me just correct you. So it's not two pairs of sneakers. I have one pair of sneakers and one pair of shoes. So I have my, <laughs> sh- I have my walking <laughs> shoes that I wear, you know, the, wherever I need to go. Those are my walking shoes. And then I always keep my sneakers with me in case I have a bail. Uh, game of basketball every picks up. Yeah, I love. So I always got to be ready for that in case a basketball game breaks out. That's what he's telling everyone in there. You never know when a basketball game is going to break out. I, well, I always had a pair of basketball sneakers and then whatever my regular walking shoes are. You're a fucking psycho. <laughs> You're an absolute. It's so much fun in there, dude. And I it's all like, black, red, and white. Everything I own is black, red, and white. My computer, yeah, lives my dog's collar, my fucking shoes, softball my jerseys. <laughs> Softball and uh, flag football jerseys. That's yeah. like what I wear 75% Disaster. of the time. Every, 90% of the chat is just people asking, where's Kurt? Uh, that's like, uh, I'm like, Kurt doesn't do this shit. Kurt doesn't like this. But I think I have Kurt bent to uh, go in there and actually start contributing in there and do like a trans surfing show with Pixie or something like that. Nice. About time. So, uh, it's been my gray sweatpants picture has recirculated now. And, we, and someone made it an emoji. Uh, did you know, did you see that the other day? You know how you could do the emoji likes, the peppers, the fire, the faces, yeah. someone made it an emoji on the server and there was just little Tommy dicks all over the fucking page. Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> it was awesome. fucking nuts. So it's a lot of fun over there and, uh, you guys should definitely go check it out. Go to fourdeep.com and join the discord. Uh, we're there all day, every day. You want access? That's going to be the tightest, closest access breaking news. We have separate tabs over there. Uh, where we have a breaking news tab. Ben, you've been phenomenal with that over there. Um, ben, believe it or not, actually has like this rabid fan base over there, which I'm really not that comfortable with. So, uh, <laughs> But yeah, he's been doing a great job. Breaking news by the minute. Anything that breaks, we have a tab for it. We have a meme vault. We have um, social media handles that we're all exchanging. We have a family podcast section for all the podcasts we recommend. Movie and TV uh, recommendations. Really a phenomenal community, so I can't emphasize that enough. So... Get over there and, uh, and check that out. But one of the big reasons why we're doing this emergency pod right now, even though we don't have the whole team and, and can't bang it all out, um, we'll be back to a normal schedule next week where we'll, now the site, the hard legwork and design work on the site is pretty much done. Now it's just in the tech team's hands to finish it. But we needed to get out there for two reasons. One, because we haven't spoke to the masses about our take on all this. We've been selfishly just feeding all our information 12 hours a day to the Discord. So we should get our take on the election and everything. But I have a really big um, situation going on, Ben, which you heard live on the Discord last night. 
Uh, we won't lead with it, but I'll, I'll tease it. I probably teased it in the intro a little bit, but I have a connection, a source who is the immediate family member. I'm not talking cousin. I'm talking immediate family member of someone that you see on TV in the Trump circle. Ben, you know who I'm talking about. It's fucking, it's, it's big. And I can't share the name. I can't share the information. This is not a game. This is not a pitch. You know I don't like this shit. You know I don't like tying my brand to sources, right? Everything I've tied my brand and my name to is from my head. But this is a person who I really respect and trust, who actually last night, to prove to me that this person was legit, had me take a little drive, and I can't even talk about the drive, but I'm uh, certain that this is literally information coming from one of the biggest people in the circle um, of Trump. And I have some information which I'm going to share on this podcast, which I've already shared with our Discord, and it's already been circulating all over the internet now. So you're going to hear what I'm saying, and you're going to see accounts that have thousands of retweets in reference to what I'm about to tell you. Just know that's my information, and that's, you know, they just didn't cite their source. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, so uh, th that's, that's happening. But before we get into that, I want to first kind of recap for those people that have been out of the loop and are just in no mercy and not in our Discord. Um, what went on election night? I mean, we had an election party going all night. We were basically playing Despacito and fucking dancing and celebrating at like midnight. And then everything stopped, Ben. Yeah, that was a, a very, very interesting situation because at one point Trump got up to minus 700 on the uh, on the mm -hmm. sports books. So he was a heavy, heavy favorite. He was leading in almost all of the swing states that he needed to win. And overnight, they just said, we're going to stop counting. Everybody go home at like, um, I think they said 10 p.m. In, yeah. in some of the states. And then overnight, he gets Biden gets hundreds of thousands of votes. Hundreds of thousands of votes come in and almost all of them are Biden. And in some of the districts, 100 percent of them came in as Biden. And so there's, you know, the a meme going around that shows the the graph of where the votes were. And you see right. Biden overtake Trump and his count of the votes go completely vertical. It's so it looks like a parabolic chart where it's slowly increasing and then out of nowhere it just jumps straight vertical right over Trump so to the exact me, amount that he needed. Let me see, let me yeah, let me point out so people don't don't know what the word parabolic means. Keep in mind this is no mercy. So, <laughs> picture two like a rainbow, right? Like one arc that's blue and then one arc above it that's red, right? They were both arcing where Trump was arcing at a higher angle. And then if you stop the arcs at like their peak of the rainbow, and then you just take the bottom blue line and draw a straight line straight up, right? To now jump that blue line ahead of the red line and then continue the arcs with the blue above the red. That's basically what happened. And nothing like that has ever been seen before. Trump came out and said, why are they stopping counting? No one should be stopping counting. Why would you stop counting votes on election night? It didn't make sense. And my source that I will tell you about, I will give you one piece of information from the source. Now, keep in mind, I'm getting this information from an immediate family member who is very respected, who is immediate family members to someone that you see on TV in the Trump circle. That's how big it is, okay? Like, this isn't like a little name. This is a name where if I said it, you'd be like, holy shit. Like, that's where you're getting this information from, and it's directly from them, and you're just gonna need to trust me that, listen, could I be being fucked with right now? Could I, I mean, 
I don't see what the motive would be, yes, but you will need to trust me that this is coming from the source that I'm telling you it's from. There was a comment in there, Ben, and what they told me, and this is a very important sentence that I've been told will be used in court. There was a sentence from a high-ranking Democratic official at that time that said, when America goes to sleep tonight, we go to war to win our country back. So I've been told by this source that that is actual words that they have on video tape, body camera footage from an undercover that will be used in court. Okay? When they go to sleep, when America goes to sleep tonight, we go to war to win our country back. So that ties directly in line with what the fuck we were talking about uh, as yeah. far as like this shit just stopped and all these votes piled in. And, and Ben, some of these votes like were 100% Biden. Yeah, it, it really ties in because it's not just that votes were coming in after they said that they were stopped counting, but some of the districts had 100% Biden. So in, in wishing, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan, both states, both swing states that Trump won in 2016 and was also expected to win this time, they had anywhere from 100 to 150,000 votes come in overnight and Almost all of them, if not all, in some of the places, went to Biden. Oh, it was a hundred percent in in certain places, like yeah, tens of thousands yeah. of votes—a mathematical impossibility. Yeah, in Pennsylvania as well, there was twenty-three thousand that came in in one batch. That was only Biden overnight. Let me let me add another line from my source, another tagline that we need to keep our eye out for. Uh, I've been told that they have on video body camera footage and recording in Pennsylvania as things were going wrong. In Pennsylvania so you remember how Pennsylvania they were like oh you know they're they're gonna call this early you know uh, let me read my exact notes here so I don't I don't butcher it when I read it to you but when they were talking about Pennsylvania they were basically expecting to call it early all right so it said they plan on having everything counted by election day in Pennsylvania and there's a voice on the recorder at one point when they realized that they didn't have enough saying we need more and this is from a polling official, a Democratic official, to a U.S. Postal Service driver. We need more, inferring that we need more ballots. Um, and a lot of these ballots, uh, supposedly this will be in court in Pennsylvania and the Postal Service conversation. That's in my notes that I wrote from my source. So this is stuff that's going to be used in court to show that they were definitely cheating and that they were set up. I have more on this that we'll get to in a minute, but... Yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere, Ben, right? Like all of a sudden, all these fucking votes pop up. Yeah, and it's in all the swing states that Trump not only needed to win, but was winning, and he was ahead. And you see all of these votes coming in all at the same time, all going into Biden. And it just didn't make any sense that that would happen. And one of the, the lead stories that we've been talking about all week is Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, mm -hmm. how they have whistleblowers from the United States Postal Service going on record, signing affidavits, under the penalty of perjury, saying that their supervisors were telling them to backdate ballots. So yep. what does that mean? When you backdate a ballot, that means it's when a, a ballot is supposed to be in by a certain deadline and you place the vote or ballot after that deadline, but you write on it that it was sent in and mailed in earlier before the deadline, that's backdating. So you had to have in certain places, you had to have the ballot in by November 3rd. And what he is saying under oath is that his supervisors were telling him that any votes that came in after the deadline of November 3rd, he would have to mark them as being sent before the deadline. 
And mm-hmm. so what happened is you had this big misinformation campaign from Twitter, Washington Post, and all of these mainstream media sources that came out and saying he recanted his allegations when he got um, interviewed by the Inspector General of the United States Postal Service. He recanted, he recanted. They're saying this all over the internet. And then James O'Keefe was baiting them and saying, are you sure you want to go with this story? And they did. And he dropped an interview of the whistleblower and the federal agent from the inspector general's office interviewing him and trying to threaten him Mm -hmm. and push him around to change his story and to plant false memories in his mind. He was actually using neuro-linguistic programming in this interview. It it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty uncomfortable to even listen to, but you, you see all this going on. And then you realize that this guy not only didn't recant, but he doubled down in the video. So he said, I'm not recanting. He's like, I'm, I stand by my story. I wrote uh, an affidavit under oath, penalty of perjury. And now we have other whistleblowers coming out as well. So, the, Tommy, this is a huge story. And it's only one of the stories that have to do with voter fraud. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> a lot of the information that I'm going to drop for you for the from the source that I received um, kind of confirms a lot of stuff. Right. Like when, when I told Ben about the information I'd received. And it's an interesting story as to why I was chosen to receive it. Um, I don't think I'm that special. It was just a, you know, synchronicity or a fate or whatever the fuck you want to refer to it as. Hold on, I'm about to choke. <coughs> I survived it, man. But um, when you hear the reason why and what's going on, me and Ben said, all right, I'll, some of this is new information that we'd never heard, right? There's a couple things mm-hmm. that I'm going to share with you that is like, whoa, like fucking it's that deep. But um, a lot of it is like, yeah, this is what we've been saying. Yeah, this is what we've been saying. And the whole thing is this is actually coming from a source that me and Ben trust as much as you could physically trust a source. Like it's literally it's not him. Okay, but imagine like a fucking, you know, Rudy Giuliani walks up and is like, hey, Tommy and Ben, here's what's going on, you know, behind the scenes. I want you like, you're going to believe that. Right. Like, you know, these are these are powerful people. So it's someone like. In that, in that, maybe not the Giuliani level, but in that world, you know, in that, in that thing where you're going to believe what's being said. So it kind of gave us some confirmation. I wouldn't even say hope, confirmation that, all right, we're not crazy here. Like there has been a plan in place for a long time and a lot of things are going to go in our direction in a positive way coming soon. So stay positive because I'm certain that this is going to end positively for us. But before we dive deeper into this, let's finish off what went on with Fox News and the news networks at that time, Ben, because as the election was going on, not only did Fox uh, misrepresent some of the, the uh, House seats, but they were the only station to declare Arizona for Biden, and they never switched off it, and they mm-hmm. sat on it. And that's when we realized, like, they're a complete fucking psyop now. Like, we are in our Discord at 4deep.com. We are boycotting Fox News. We refuse to watch anything on the channel right now. Yeah. And if you want to talk about the Fox News story, you have to actually go back a little bit further than this election, because since about 2017, 2018, they've been turning pretty hard left. Yes. They've been hiring people like Juan Williams and Donna Brazil. Donna Brazil and Marie was Harf the, and, that was the and last all these people. Yeah. And, and so you you have this going on for a few years now. And at some point, I think in 2018, they were really trying to go after Hannity and then they were trying to go after Tucker Carlson. And the reason that they those were the only two people that they weren't able to get uh, removed from Fox is because they were the big money makers of Fox. Right. And funny enough, I have my own kind of scoop, which I never told anybody. But um, I know Sean Hannity. 
he comes into a restaurant I used to work at. He comes in often. And a few years ago, he told me not to say anything at the time, but it's, it's already past that point now. But he was telling me that since um, the, the Murdochs took over, the younger Murdochs, they were trying to turn the company hard left. And he said specifically it's because of them and they wanted his head. But since he brought in all the money that they couldn't take him out. Right. And so so Fox has been going pretty hard left for a while on this. You know, you can't even consider them right leaning anymore. They're left leaning and they have um, Republican opinion commentators. So Tucker and Hannity, they're opinion guys. They're not the newsbreakers. The newsbreakers are the ones that are leaning left now. And so when we look at the way that Fox called the decisions, they called Arizona earlier than anybody. No one else would sign on to them. Eventually, AP did, uh, I think a day later. No one else wanted to call Arizona, and they called it the first night. They also called the House for uh, Democrats the first night, saying that the Democrats were going to end up plus five, and the Republicans, I believe, now are anywhere from plus nine to plus 11 in the House. Uh, They've way been off. winning almost every single race, if not every one by now. So Fox News, they've been not only deceiving their viewers, but they've been trying to be the ones to get out in front of it and say, hey, look, we were the ones that called Arizona first, the one that Biden needed to win the election. That was us. So we're on your side now. And what happened is you saw a mass exodus. And Tommy, Tommy, mm-hmm. I didn't think it would be this quick with Fox News. I didn't News, either. I didn't right? either, dude. I know Overnight, what you're about to say, and I can't believe what we saw yesterday. Dude, overnight, they lost hundreds of thousands of viewers per show, and they've been trending downwards. And if you looked at the the ratings for that Saturday after the election, they were, I think, the first show that they had was rated um, right inside the top 25, where usually they're, you know, one, two, four, seven, eight. And now they didn't have a show show up until the top 25. So they're they're really flailing a lot of people are going to oan and newsmax and fox news i'm telling you guys don't even watch them anymore don't turn it on if you want to listen to tucker or hannity watch a a youtube highlight of it later don't give fox your views or your money yeah i mean it's really that bad um and some people say oh it's easy to say that now no 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 we've been saying on the no mercy podcast that fox news is bullshit for a while Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't new. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that we've been talking about since Donna Brazil was hired for me. I said, I don't trust that station anymore. You're literally hiring someone who is the most left leaning, deceitful, evil bitch who was feeding Hillary Clinton the debate questions, got caught doing it and admitted it to sabotage the Republicans. Like, why was she feeding? I mean, like. This is an evil bitch who was trying to sabotage Bernie, trying to sabotage the fucking Republicans. Like, who knows what else she was doing? And you're going to bring her on as part of your team? Like, it was fine when it was just Juan, right? Like, it's like, all right, you got to have the liberal in there to keep it fair and balanced. But no, everything has turned hard left. So yeah, we're boycotting Fox. Um, OAN is one of the networks that people are watching. But even them, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's tough to watch. You know, like it's it's there's not great graphics. It's... You know, it's a lot of replaying of the same news and stories all throughout the day. So it's very difficult. So what we did is we decided, all right, well, everyone says, we're the news now. We're the news now. No, me and Ben literally created a news channel. Like we are a news network in the Discord. <laughs> like that's, you know, Ben BC and G-Span. Like that's yep. what we're doing. Ben's been on the phone with lawyers in Arizona, you know, calling in and fucking about Sharpie Gate on air while we're on the pod. You know, I'm breaking information from sources that I have. Uh, Red Pill Fairy, Sherry, 
has done a great job of compiling information and accumulating, you know, voter fraud from the people in the Discord so that she can get it um, to uh, the was it the pundit or something like that, Gateway pundit, I think. So I mean, we really have a news organization in there. Like we're really like you know citizen journalists in there, and it, it's a lot of fucking fun, and that's why we're not on this podcast very much. Yeah, it, it, and it developed organically. It just happened because we were posting, you know, articles and people were asking us to explain it. And then it was yeah. like, well, there's so much. Can you just get on the voice and talk to us about it? And then that turned into, you know, well, Tommy at one point did a 24 hour, oh, 24 I did, hour. Yeah, I did a 30, 36 hour broadcast. Oh, I went for one day. Yeah, it was I, maybe there was a three hour break in there, but it was basically 36 hours straight. Uh, broke dawn, everything from a sex island to fucking. Uh, breaking news to politicals to stocks to in- insurance rates to you know understanding economics to life coaching uh I, it's crazy what's mm-hmm. going on in there but yeah so we basically just said fuck it we're the news now and it's not a slogan like we're becoming the fucking news yeah and, and, and we love and Tom, it Tom, just to put a bow on this topic of fox because you know I, I used to watch fox all the time every day and so this this one cuts a little deep but um, so what I was talking about with in 2018, right after that, uh, Paul Ryan joined the board of Fox. And mm-hmm. we know that Paul Ryan sabotaged Trump all the time. And he said he wanted to use his position on Fox's board to rein Trump in. So we could tell pretty early on that this was going to be happening with them. And the culmination of their deceit really came on uh, election night with uh, Arizona. Yep. Yeah, and that was uh, it was very worrisome. I know a lot of people are running around going, Trump lost, Trump, Trump didn't lose, guys. The media doesn't call elections. This is a big deal. Georgia's going to have a recount. Um, if you want to run through, Ben, the states that are either going through recounts or litigations or lawsuits or things like that. And then we should touch on the uh, Amy Comey Barrett, Kavanaugh um, situation as far as the Supreme Court justices and how recounts tie into that. Yeah. So um, recount wise, we're looking at recounts potentially. Well, definitely in Georgia. They've already announced it potentially in Arizona, potentially in Wisconsin, maybe in Michigan. I think it might be outside of uh, what the percentage would need for a recount there. But there there have active lawsuits that could throw out some of the votes and invalidate them. So the way that recounts work is some states have automatic recounts and some are by uh, request only. And um, in Michigan, you have to be within 1% of margin of votes. But if you fall outside of that, what you can do is you can challenge the votes and say the only reason that they're not within the margin of of the 1% is because they have a lot of fraudulent votes. So that's going to be litigated in court. And we're going to see the ramifications of that potentially s- sprinkle down and trickle down to the other states. Because when you I, I think we're going to end up with more recounts than just the swing states. But, Tommy, we're going to see a lot happening in states like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia and Arizona. I think uh, I think it's even bigger than this. I think we're going to get down to a point where they're going to literally have to like. I'll I'll explain to you in a minute what I think is going to happen when I explain what my source thinks is going to happen. But I think it's so much bigger than this. Even I think we got problems in California, uh, New York, New Jersey, even some of the bluest of blue states. uh, I'm hearing because of what we're seeing, the oddities in this election, Ben, how so many ballots, like hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of ballots had fucking Biden only checked off on the ticket and none of the Trump ballots did. What was it, like 95,000 versus 800, I think you read the other day in the Discord, and I'll let you explain it right now, where they, 
the Republican ballots only had like 800 ballots in one area that wrote Trump and nothing down ticket. So didn't vote for any of the other races. And the Biden ones had like 95,000 that just said Biden and didn't vote down ticket, which is a mathematical statistical impossibility unless someone's in a real big rush and they're just going check, 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 just go send it off, send it off, send it off, send it off. Um, what's your take on that? And give me the exact numbers. Well, yeah, so the, there's a lot of ways to commit voter fraud, uh, and we've seen almost all of it. You know, the obvious ones are dead people voting, duplicate ballots, convincing someone to vote and paying them to do so, things like that. But w- what we're seeing here is that Biden only, Bi- there were tickets with Biden only votes, right? So it was only Biden, no Senate, no House, no local races. And I think, Tommy, what that ties into is a topic that we're going to discuss, but Dominion voting systems. I think this I think as much as we can talk about this being someone sitting in a room marking it by hand and just saying, all right, Biden, move on, Biden, move on. That's still tens of thousands of votes. Mm -hmm. But what we're seeing with the Dominion voting systems and, you know, um, software like Scorecard, Hammer and G Snatch is that they're able to change. That should be my nickname, G Snatch. I I don't think we talked about that one yet, but that's the newest Scorecard Hammer type um, software oddity that that came out today. But so what, what we're seeing is there's actually some software that and that is able to change the votes after people put them in themselves. So if you put in a ballot that said Trump and the last time you saw that ballot as you were putting it in the machine said Trump, the software within the voting machine can actually switch your vote to Biden or not count the Trump vote at all. And so there's a lot to go into on this, and it's not we're not going to be able to do it all extensively in this podcast because it's hours worth of talking. But right. the way that some of the coding works is if there's a ticket that's straight Republican from top to bottom, they can have the code reject that ballot completely. They can have it switch the top vote to Biden, or they can have the ballot erase everything and leave only the top vote as Biden. So we saw that uh, GOP was really destroying House votes, uh, House uh, elections all over the country, even flipping them in California and other blue states. But Trump isn't picking up the votes there that he needs. You know, he's not winning where he needs to. And Biden is having tens of thousands of votes that they didn't vote for the Senate or House candidate. Like if, if you were anti-Trump and you were voting, why would you ever vote just Biden at the top and not fill in the Democrat candidates down the ballot? Especially when you realize that the biggest issues that have been going on is that, you know, that the president doesn't mean that much, that full control of the House and Senate and all that, that means everything. Like you'd want Democrats up and down. You'd want full control of all of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, And not only do you want full control of all of it, but people forget that outside of the federal government within the state's rights is they have their own houses and they have their own congresses. So, you know, they have state legislatures in these states and in almost every single swing state that's still open or at least open to recounts or litigation, they're controlled by Republican legislatures. And so that's very important because at the local level, they're the ones who select the electors and the people who cast the electoral votes. And so until those votes are certified by the state and the state elect. Uh, the state legislatures and until the electors actually vote at the electoral college, this the election isn't over. 
And so we have a lot going for us lately. And some people uh, have been seeing there's a talking point going around that Trump has lost all the lawsuits and none of this is going anywhere. They won the first two lawsuits that they even cast in Philadelphia. And the problem is that Philadelphia didn't acknowledge them. So the appellate courts in Philadelphia said that the GOP Republican poll watchers, not while they were in the building and they were allowed access to the building, they were being kept 20 to 100 feet away and had to use binoculars to watch people count the votes. And so the appellate court ruled that they're allowed to be within six feet of the people counting the votes because of COVID. And they were ignoring the orders. So the Supreme Court got involved and Justice Alito handed down a ruling that said that they had to abide by it and they still didn't. So people right. who think that Pennsylvania and Philadelphia is over, you have no idea what's going to be happening because as Tommy alluded to earlier, Tommy, you mentioned the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. right? That their involvement in this. Yep. A lot of people don't realize that in 2000 with the Al Gore versus Bush election and all the controversy of the recounts, three of the people on well, the Supreme Court. Before you do court, that, before you go there, let's explain okay. that because a lot of people don't even know what happened in 2000. So in okay. 2000, Al Gore was president for about like, you know, uh, fucking what? A 37 week or two? days. 37 days. days. Right. Yeah. Al Gore was president. Okay. A lot of you are too young to remember that or, you know, don't realize because it was 20. Do you believe that was 20 years ago? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Al Gore was our president. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was Florida where they demanded a recount and it was the hanging Chad, right? Was that the, was that yep. the thing that they referred to it as? Yep. Um, and there was people on the board to do the recount, and the recount came back in favor of Bush, that there was manipulation, that there, I mean, this had been cheating going on forever. And Bush became our president. So we've already seen history, and that was just one state, one issue that took place. We have about seven to ten states that have issues as bad, close or closer margins to what was going on in Florida at that time. So we have like eight of those situations. So there is a precedent for this that did turn an entire election that took Al Gore from president of the United States and made him not president of the United States 37 days later. So when yeah. you hear us talking about this shit, we're not saying it like it's pipe tales and uh, uh, pipe dreams and fairy tales. Like this has already happened and never in our lives have we seen eight states as close as they are, definitely five swing states. And the thing that Ben's about to tell you right now is very significant, is going to dovetail into the uh, source that I have. But this is a very important piece of the equation that Ben's going to enlighten you on right now as far as the justices. Yeah, so what happened in in Florida was very important because they named Al Gore the victor of Florida and the president because what winning Florida did for him was put him over the 270 mark. And when they did that, they announced him. They declared him the same way that the media is doing right now with Biden. And then after recounts and George Bush won Florida, Al Gore didn't concede for over a month. So when when you see these news reports saying that there's never been a president that didn't concede and I I can't believe Trump is taking this long to do it, this happened already. So during those recounts in Florida where they went through it extensively and it flipped George Bush won and then won the presidency. Three of the people who were on the Bush legal team are now on the Supreme Court. So Chief Justice Roberts, Amy Coney Barrett, and Brett Kavanaugh. So these three lawyers are now on the Supreme Court. They were involved in the 2000 
uh, recounts. George Bush was personally involved in getting John Roberts on the Supreme mm-hmm. Court and the Chief Justice. And so you have this story playing out that if you didn't think that all this was a plan and basically a movie that we're watching, this kind of stuff should really hit you hard because this is 20 years in the making that those three people happened to end up on the Supreme Court at the exact time that all of this stuff is going to happen. Remember, Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh were only placed on the Supreme Court within the last few years. This right. is, you know, this, then this was Trump. So when, yeah. when you think of Trump, right, Trump appointed them. Do you think out of all of the lawyers in the country and all the judges in the country and all the conservatives and Republicans he could have chose from, two of the three he chose happened to have been involved in the Florida recounts? I and don't I see can, that as a coincidence. And that's why this is going to tie in. One, Amy Comey Barrett, uh, you remember the fucking backlash that just happened a month ago on ACB. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they did not want her in. They were fighting Trump. This is illegal what he's doing. We have to fight this. He can't get the Supreme Court justice in before the election. You know, and Trump's like, I'm still the fucking president. I'm going to get her in. And I love her and I want her in, blah, blah, blah. But and then Kavanaugh, you remember the chaos that went on with Kavanaugh trying to get him in the trial where they started accusing him of basically rape when he was in high school, like all kinds of crazy shit that they did to fight Kavanaugh and Amy Comey Barrett. Well, now it makes sense because now when we're looking uh, and now I'll dovetail a little bit to today. So there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on between then and now from Sharpie Gate to dead people voting to Joe Frazier voting to Will, Fr- Will Smith's grandfather voting like tons and tons and tons and tons of documentation of dead people. They actually had confirmed over 10,000 dead people that voted. I think it was in Michigan or Pennsylvania, um, whatever it was, but over 10,000 like These margins in some of these states are like 14,000 total, you know? So 10,000 dead people is is a tremendous number compared to other states where you have a, you know, 250,000 margin. But um, so so the big thing here with the source that I told you I was speaking about earlier, okay? And this is what makes it cool, uh, awesome. And you're going to need to trust me a little bit here. Again, this isn't mine. I'm, I'm just telling you what has been fed to me. So I have a friend who I'm very close with, who I've known for a while, who is not big in politics. It's not his thing, right? Like, Ben, you have friends like that. That's just really, yep. you know, they, they, I want Trump to win, but I really don't care. I want Almost Biden to win. Almost all of my friends. <laughs> right. Like, he's one of those. So I don't want you to think this is coming from, like, someone who's like Ben, who's, like, got an ulterior motive. Like, he doesn't give a fuck, right? And about three months ago, I'm going to give you the backstory. Uh, my friend uh, got reached out to by a very close friend of his, Okay, who's, you know, pretty powerful person. Um, I won't give any more detail than that. But the person reached out to him and was like, yo, you know, check out this Wayfair shit, dude. I don't know if you're up to date on this. This shit's crazy. It's going viral. And he sent him a video. And my friend said, yo, that's my boy Tommy in that video. And the guy was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, that's my good friend. Yeah, in that video. And it was my Wayfair video, right? And the guy was like, oh, shit, interesting. Like, you know, like, does he have a following? Like, you know, it's, 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 it's got to be viral right now. And he kind of ran across my Twitter at the time and my Instagram. So I was put on the radar of this person. Okay. Fast forward now a few months later. Um, I didn't know about this. My friend never told me about this interaction. Nothing. As this stuff's all going on over the election week, uh, about a week and a half ago, my friend, who I was just telling you about, communicates with his friend, who's the immediate family member of the important person. 
and I, I hate talking in circles here, but I have to do this. I was required to do this if I wanted to share this information. And he says, hey, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, I can't tell you anything on what's happening. Just trust me, this is all part of the plan, right? And my friend, who's not a big political guy, was just like, oh, interesting. And he just reaches out to me as we're talking, and he's like, yeah, you know, I talked to my boy, who's this person? And I'm like, wait, what? Like, that's your, you know that guy who's related to that person? And he's like, he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, he said we're good. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, can I get in touch with him? And it was, no, no. Oddly enough, he, he's like, I'll ask. He reaches out, and he goes, you know what? Three days later, my friend gets contacted and says, here, tell your boy to release this. Here's the information that he needs. Tell him he can feel free to spread this. Just do not put my name in it. Do not put my family member's name in it that it's from, but feel free to spread this with confidence and gave me what I'm about to tell you. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, you're going to make me put my name on this to tens of thousands of people? Like, fucking, I don't like doing that. I don't want to be a reporter. Like, because then all of a sudden, if the source is fucked, then I'm fucked. And it's uncomfortable for me, Ben, and you know that, right? Like, I don't yeah. like this. I like leaning on my own thoughts. Well, yeah, Tom, and let me preface your story real quick before you tell it. So if you if you know me and you listen to me, you know that I'm usually the most pragmatic one. I'm the one who has the lowest yes. percentage of conspiracies. Of and everything. I usually right. of everything. And I usually need verification and validity. And I need to at least know a source like I don't want to just see some random Twitter user who posted something. You know, I ask, where's the source? Right. And so when you told me who, where this is coming from, this information, I pretty much just had to accept it at face value because right. I trust the the source of where it's coming from, which you have verified. Right. So, I mean, basically you're trusting two things. You're trusting me that I'm telling you the truth, that this is the trustworthy, and then you're trusting the source itself. So, right. again, take it from what you want, but I'm all the way the fuck in. Like, it's like, I, I, and then I uh, got told to go on a car ride, right, on air on the Discord. Like, you want proof? I'll give you proof. And uh, I went on a little quick trip with my buddy, and I came back saying, okay, I believe that this is really coming from that source, okay? What the motivation to put it in my hands is, I think just to disseminate the information in, uh, in, uh, to the community without it being on the news or anything like that. But here is the information that I have received, okay? Um, I've already given you the backstory. Trump will 100% remain president. 100% remain president. There's, there, keep in mind, this is from my source. This is not from Tommy G's head. Trump will 100% remain president. Uh, there is no chance that he leaves. This was all scripted. This was all premeditated. This is all part of a larger plan. There are 2,000 undercover agents, 1,500 to 2,000 undercover agents at polling stations nationwide that have been undercover in a sting operation since 2015 this has been planned. So this has been going on, this plan, since 2015. They are equipped with body cams, wiretaps, street light footage, uh, uh, license plate cameras. All of it is on video. All of it is documented. They basically let the left walk right into the trap. And all this has been set up. Everything has been scripted since 2015. And here's an interesting piece of the puzzle, Ben, which I was like, what? The, the source informed me that this has not only been going on since 2015, but this was actually meant to be put in place for whoever Trump endorsed to run in 2020. <laughs> so there was actually a thought 
in 2015 that Trump was just going to go in for four years and then was going to endorse someone. And this was a preventative measure to stop the left. So for me, it is comforting to know from someone who I trust that this has been going on since 2015, Ben. They've had a plan for this mail-in voting. And it makes sense because Trump's been talking about it since 2016 that they're going to try and steal this election and they're going to try and steal the next fucking election. So you'd almost be out of your fucking mind to think someone who's that tied into the position of power that he's in in the military wouldn't have plans in place to stop this shit from happening and wouldn't be caught off guard when all the shit we knew was going to happen actually happened. Yeah, and, and the way that I see it is if you're a law enforcement agency and you're, you're the federal government, why wouldn't you try to sting? Why wouldn't you try to, you know, bait them into this? You know, if you if you ever watch a show like a Chicago PD or Law and Order or anything like that, where they do these stings for low level drug dealers, you don't think that the federal law enforcement is going to want to protect the integrity of the elections. And they know that in Democrat strongholds like Philadelphia, Detroit, New York City, that they're not going to know fraud goes on there. The feds are involved. There's no way that I don't think so. And so when Tommy, when you told me that story, that's what clicked with me, because a lot of it wasn't new information um, from what we speculated would be going on. But it confirmed a lot of what the suspicions were, how they would go about doing things. I I think the biggest thing for me was the fifteen hundred to two thousand undercover agents that would be specifically in uh, Mm -hmm. those locations and recording because I would just think that, yeah, of course, cameras, of course, you know, phone taps, of of course, you know, all uh, undercover agents. But I didn't think it would be at that kind of scale. But um, hearing those numbers, it just it just validates what I basically what they're saying. Yeah. Every major polling station like I mean, obviously in Michigan, if you look at the map of Michigan, the whole fucking state's red. Detroit was blue. Right. So you're not going to need to scatter 50 agents across fucking Michigan because who gives a shit? The whole election in Michigan is one in Detroit. So you'll probably have 40 agents undercover in major Detroit polling stations and then a few others scattered around. But what I've been told is all of this and these people undercover within these polling stations moved up. This has been going on for years They have been infiltrating their system and moving up to get to positions of power where they could get on the phone and hear messages like I told you earlier, uh, undercover agents hearing a Democratic high ranking Democratic official. The the, I asked who it was. It said, you'll know who it is. Uh, You could assume who it is. Um, So it's got to be one of the big five. Right. Like Hillary, Obama, Pelosi, you know, Biden, Kamala, like someone big up there. Right that said, when America goes to sleep, we go to war to win our country back. And another one that was on records when the phone calls were made in Pennsylvania saying, we need more in reference to the ballots. Um, So this five-year sting operation that's been going on, I've been told that the next two weeks will be hell. Um, We will start to see things in the next week or two. All right. So again, I'm reporting what I've been told. In the next week or two, you will start to see things come to fruition. Um, By the holidays, you will see everything be exposed. So this isn't some long-term thing. This is fairly finite, which, you know, is is pr- impressed me a little bit that at least they're putting a fucking timeline on it, right? Where we're not going to be sitting here in March going, looking at our watches. Like, this seems to be told. I asked what holidays, and they wouldn't respond to a lot of the stuff I said. But, I mean, Thanksgiving's a holiday, and that's pretty fucking close. And then we have Christmas after that, and that's pretty much the deadline for holiday season. So um, also said... 
media anchors are all compromised and caught on video and recording. All stations, including Fox. That ties into what we just said about the fucking Fox thing. Keep in mind, I didn't speak to this person. We were talking about this privately. So for them to say that Fox has been compromised also, they have all been caught. They will come forward admitting that they were forced to do this. Everyone will be rolling. Dominion was involved in online glitches and cheating and is owned by Pelosi's husband as a silent partner. They have already flipped. Rewards have been given to come forward. The Dominion situation is already handled. All we are waiting on to see it public. And you may not see it public. It may go directly to the courts. So don't expect this stuff to be seen on TV because they're saying all the media stations are already compromised. This will be stuff that will be played directly for the courts when they go and put these lawsuits out there. But Dominion, uh, which is the, the service that you were just talking about, is compromised, confirmed, and they've already been caught and they have hundreds of people ratting and rolling already. So we're not seeing it publicly, but this is already going on behind the scenes, according to my source. Yeah, and interestingly enough about that, when you have the uh, when you have him talking about how the media is involved, if you guys know who Lynn Wood is, he was the attorney for Nick Sandman who helped get the CNN settlement. And by and the way, he, just preface here that this tweet that you're about to mention of Lynn Wood came out after yesterday when we broke this information from the source. Mm -hmm. So the Lynn Wood tweet was after we told our people about the uh, this information that I received. Yeah, and, and so he just joined the Trump legal team a few days ago, and he put out a tweet that says, Soon, no objective, fair-minded person will be able to deny massive fraud perpetrated in planned, coordinated scheme to steal our presidency. CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox News, New York Times, Washington Post, Atlantic, Mother Jones, etc. are co-conspirators. They have all been caught. Now, this is... This is a big time lawyer. He joined the Trump legal team and he tweeted this out afterwards, after joining the Trump legal team, mm -hmm. after we, we were talking about this. So Tommy, Tommy has his finger to the post right now. And, you know, me, you know, I was even skeptical when Tommy first yeah, started. Telling I me was skeptical. And after seeing all these other things kind of tying together, it really it really validates things for me. We've and, seen the affidavits, too. The Dominion stuff is coming out over the last day and a half, too. We're starting to see, like, I mean, the stuff is every day it's leaking out. And the last 12 hours, Ben, the stuff that's been coming out has been kind of proving what we're talking about here in this this sheet that I'm reading off of my notes. Yeah, absolutely. It's and that's the best part of what we've been have happening this week is the the validation of not like our theories but what we saw trending and we saw the lawsuits and the recounts and things just trending in our direction and tommy we actually have uh some breaking news so okay uh oh okay. uh oh breaking. that's our new thing on the discord breaking. by the way ben Stark uh oh uh oh so you know how uh, there's been lawsuits going on in Philadelphia about how they were segregating ballots that were coming in after they were supposed to be counted right. after the deadline. So we have breaking news. A judge just ordered that the segregated ballots should not be counted. It rules that Pennsylvania Secretary of State lacked statutory authority to override election law. Critically, the state has a Republican state legislature. SCOTUS may ultimately decide the case now. This and is breaking like this hour, Tommy. This is the fastest oh, Jesus. 
I tried to what, see what? how far some. I tried to Siri see how far something was. For, yeah, I tried oh. to see how far a place was for me because I'm going to meet Mike for lunch in an hour, um, and I fucking ways. Stay focused, Tommy. Out. We have breaking sorry, news from Peloton. But this, <laughs> by the way, this is a, this, this is a little taste of the Discord all day. This is what we do, guys. Get over to FordDeep.com and join the Discord because this is us all day, like all fucking day. Ben will be like breaking news. Turn the voice chat on. All right, what do we got? 30 minutes. Okay, back. Be back in an hour. Breaking news. Uh-oh. And then we pop in and yeah. then we talk about it and discuss it. Breaking news. This podcast right now, we're going to finish this in about 20 minutes. We wanted to keep this, you know, short, you know, to about an hour just to fill you guys in. But after this pod, get over to the fucking Discord because all fucking day and all night, we got hashtags if you miss it. This is what we're doing. Every time a fucking news story breaks, me and Ben are popping in there. Ben BC News. G-SPAN reporting, and we're fucking breaking this shit for everyone. So uh, it's fun. I can't wait to get back into the Discord to talk about it. But Yeah, I, I was just thinking that, actually. I feel bad I, that we're breaking it here. It's like, fuck, those are our people. <laughs> I posted it in in the chat, but we're, we're going to break it down here, and then we'll go in and talk to them later. So what the importance of this right now, and this just got me really excited. Remember what we were just talking about with the Supreme Court and, and who's on the Supreme Court and the uh -huh. conservative lean of the Supreme Court. And this right now, it was ruled by the judge there. So um, if I could just read this really quickly, and then I'm going to elaborate on, on the importance of this and um, another event, Tommy, that we were talking about yesterday that I would like to get into. So real quick. So this order says the court concludes that respondent Kathy Bokvar in her official capacity as secretary of the Commonwealth lacked statutory authority to issue the November one guidance to respondents, county boards of elections insofar as that guidance purported to change the deadline of the Pennsylvania election code for certain electors to verify proof of identification based on secretary Bokvar's interpretation and application of the Supreme court's decision. Accordingly, the court order, uh, orders that respondents county board of elections are enjoined from counting any ballots that have been segregated pursuant to the order. So in layman's terms, they had an order that said if the dead, if votes came in after the deadline, certain electors didn't have to verify proof of identification. And this order says that the ballots that were previously separated because of this are not going to be counted. And now this could be raised to the Supreme Court. We have the state uh, legislature the in Republic. <laughs> yeah, we have the state legislature is Republican, like I was talking about earlier in Pennsylvania. The Supreme Court leans Republican. And so this is huge right now. And now, Tom, uh, if you want to jump in, I have one more thing after that I want to add, uh, if you want to comment on this real quick. Okay. No, no, that's great. Go. Go do the other thing, because I want to shift to a different topic. Okay. So this is one of the biggest stories that's happened of the past two weeks. Trump replaced three top Department of Defense posts, uh, I believe all yesterday, all in the same day. So you may recognize three of these names because these two, two of these guys can be considered Devin Nunes inner circle. And one of them is a retired general. So we have Ezra Cohen Watnick, who is known as like Michael Flynn's super spy. He is now the acting undersecretary of defense for intelligence and security. We have Cash Patel, who was one of the main people who helped Devin Nunes uncover the Russia collusion hoax. He is now the chief of staff to the secretary of defense. And we have General Douglas McGregor, who is no, on record saying that Trump plays 5D chess, saying he is now the senior advisor to the secretary of defense. And... To cap this off, the U.S. Department of Justice Elections Crime Branch 
director, Richard Pilger, has resigned because Attorney General William Barr sent out a memo authorizing an election fraud investigation before votes are certified, which overrides the manual, which says that they have to wait until after the electoral votes are certified. So this is huge. All of this is tying in together. And Tommy, I think that this is all part of the plan that you broke earlier. Yeah, I mean, it's I wish I could tell you a couple more things that I know Um, I just can't um, for obvious reasons. But, you know, a big thing that shouldn't be overlooked here is that Dominion, which we've been talking a lot about, which my source has told me a lot about. Um, we can't just gloss over the fact that it is owned by Pelosi's husband. <laughs> like, I mean, that is a, that is a huge factor there. Um, they have po- this is back to my source. They have postal worker testimonies up the ass. They have undercovers everywhere in accounting to poll uh, to poll watchers. They have Republicans that knew about the extra ballots. These extra ballots that were received. Not only did they not do anything to stop it, they encouraged it. They let it go on. They don't have watermarks on them. They have some kind of blockchain codes on them, supposedly. Uh, Poll watchers, there's another comment that said uh, when people were trying to go in and watch the ballots being counted, there was a comment on recording and on video saying poll poll watchers can't come in or we're fucked. All right. These are direct quotes that when you start to see these quotes pop up in the news, we will know 100 percent that every single thing on this thing is is uh, is real. And the, the final thing that was told to me was Bob Menendez is really, really bad and heavily involved. He's a New Jersey senator. But the evidence is so overwhelming that being within a few percentage points doesn't even matter. So the source was basically selling this is a 100% Trump victory. This will destroy the Democratic Party for good. This will break it apart from the inside. They, uh, the analogy that IET used when, when he was on our Discord was, you can't catch someone stealing the bread until they walk out of the store. So if we've been talking about voter fraud, as long as you're walking around the store with a loaf of bread in your arms, you haven't stolen it yet. You haven't stolen it until you've walked out the door. And that's when you could be prosecuted. So they're saying they let the left steal the election. They let the media misreport the election. For the last five years, they've been preparing for this with thousands of people and sting operations set up everywhere to basically shut them the fuck down. So, I mean, I can't be more excited And here's a little proof from the No Mercy podcast that I posted from September 2nd. This is a one-minute clip from this podcast on September 2nd. It was at the hour and 13-minute mark where I talked about the left's plan and my prediction, which aligns perfectly with everything that we're seeing right now. They post on. You want the final mic drop, that that the real thing that can really happen, that some people are going to listen to this going, this is fucking batshit crazy. Trump wins the election. And CNN, MSNBC, all these people, as they go through the states, Trump wins Wisconsin, they post on TV, Trump has lost Wisconsin. Trump has lost Pennsylvania. Trump has lost Florida. And they all get together, all the liberal stations, start saying Trump lost on TV, even though he won behind the scenes. Then Trump starts to go, bullshit, I won these fucking states, this is there. And then he goes, I'm not leaving. And then they have the shit they've been programming. See, we told you he wouldn't leave the White House. And no one's going to turn on Fox News. No one's gonna, They own all the fucking stations. None of these people watch, watch anything else or read anything. And if they do hear anything from anyone else about, look, go to this website. I mean, how much luck have you had talking to people about, look, the CDC themselves said 6%. They're going, yeah, okay, well, whatever, I don't care. I'm still wearing my mask. You know, I'm still I'm still scared to death. I still don't know not going to work. They don't care. So what if the media 
just fucking mockingbirded the fuck out of this on steroids and basically took over the whole fucking media and they all got together and said we are going to declare trump the loser even if he wins that's actually genius right what are we gonna do because half the country is so adamant about him being out that they're not going to accept that what fox and documents and you know how long it would take to go through court to get all these documents out and fucking all these democratic cities that are going to lie what if the media just straight said you know what fuck this we're not going to fucking say he won even if he won yeah i like it so that was from let me lower the volume here that's crazy that was my comments on september 2nd which is over two months ago now that was my prediction and the final deception podcast ben you remember you were on it where i said i know we're talking about all mail-in voting what happens if this happens? The only thing I think I got wrong on it was I assumed Fox would Fox. still have some credibility, yep. and they're even in on it. But if you, I was going to say you, that, too. Yeah, if you re-listen to that thing and just take out the part where I gave Fox the benefit of the doubt, and that's what's happening. No, you they're know all what, just, ta- just They just took over the country, and the beauty of this source and what I'm saying is that it makes me feel good to know it wasn't just fucking Tommy G on No Mercy on September 2nd who thought they might do this. There's actually people in the Trump campaign who said this is going to happen. Tommy, don't worry. We've got thousands of people that have been preparing for this. You're not the smartest guy in the room. We are. We were thinking about this in 2015, and we got these motherfuckers, T. Relax, and we're going to give you the information so that you can share it to people. (laughs) And it's crazy because you did pretty much call it step by step on how they were going to do it and what the plan would be. And and I don't think that you got the Fox News part wrong. I think it's that we just like I didn't even expect at that time that we would turn on Fox. Then the flip until I mean, we knew that Fox was trending that way. Yes. Right. But we I didn't expect that. The day after that, everyone would have already abandoned them. Gone. Like, yep. that's it. Like, people just didn't even give them a chance to explain themselves. Shows once you they everyone was set up. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, gone. I think I, I underestimated that as well. And I thought myself, like, I stopped watching Fox, you know, religiously maybe a year or two ago around when I saw that leftist lurch coming. But I didn't think I would just say no more Fox ever again. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, Jesus. I can't stop listening to myself. It's so amazing. I love my voice. Can I listen to myself on a podcast while doing a podcast, Ben? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, I would. If there was one person to expect it from, I think it would be you. <laughs> like me and each earphone, like different podcasts in each ear. I'm surprised you aren't listening to yourself in your headphones right now as we're talking. I actually mute when you're talking and listen to my prior podcast. But uh, but yeah, so I mean that I mean that should kind of. You know, really put a bow on this wrap up that we wanted to do, right? I wanted to keep this podcast to an hour, this emergency podcast. And honestly, me and Ben are itching to get back to the Discord because I feel like when me and you are gone, it's like mommy and daddy are gone. You know, we have <laughs> Janet's recording a podcast too, and she's the third one who basically babysits the room with us. So, right, right. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to get back there. My laptop is dying. A lot of stuff's going on. I'm trying to get four deep done, but I wanted to squeeze this in for everyone, Ben, just to give them a little bit of an update, a little bit of hope. Keep in mind, I'm going to be getting a lot more information from this source. Uh, The freakiest thing last night, Ben, remember I was on the Discord and we were breaking the news as we were breaking the Discord about my source? Mm -hmm. Remember the fucking text I got that said, hey, he said you're doing a great job. Um, He he said, it sounds like you're a little skeptical. Uh, Come meet me. Let's take a ride. 
Remember that happened? Yeah, I, I was like, Tommy's basically like uh, Jason Bourne right now. I'm literally in a Tom Clancy fucking movie, yeah. like novel. Like, I mean, this is I'm a fucking national treasure or some shit. And but it just sh- like the listening, right? And that makes me fucking excited as fuck because I right. love danger and chaos, right? So, <laughs> I mean, it was him. it was really cool, right? And then I came back and you were like, "What happened?" And I was like, "It's legit." And you're like, "What what 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 happened?" I'm like, "It's legit." You were That's like it. more upset that you couldn't tell us than you I were was, excited about the news. You were like so yes. upset you couldn't mention it. Right. Like it did enough. Whatever I had to do did enough for me to believe like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to go balls to the wall with this and put this on no mercy. And if I'm wrong and if this source is wrong, then they chose me to fuck with in a way I can't even understand, you know, but uh, we have bigger problems than what's going on right now if this source is misleading me with this information because that means everyone's compromised. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it was really cool. I'm really excited. I can't wait to keep breaking news and stuff like that from this information. I don't – you're the breaking news guy. You're the reporter. You're the future president. You're all that. But uh, this is fun because I just want them to send me on missions. I want to get a phone call that says, fucking Tommy – Go drive down to Pennsylvania, look in the mailbox, fucking pull the lever down, look to the right, and fucking hand it to the guy in the black hat. Like, fucking, let's go. Can I film it? Like, that's what I want. Like, I want to be. This message will explode in T minus 10 seconds. Yeah. Want to play a game? (laughs) Yeah. You have 20 minutes. (laughs) Like, that's what I'm waiting for. So, uh, supposedly, uh, this is all legit and real, and it sounds like everything's perfect. So, the final words I'll give you guys before we wrap up and me and Ben get back over to the 4D Discord is uh just trust the plan that the plan is in place we do a lot of talking about q and stuff like that me and ben aren't huge q guys um there was a q coast post saying that the voter fraud will not be determined before january um i'm confident enough to say i will go head to head with q on that um i will go toe to toe i trust my source enough and i trust my gut enough to say that yes it will be exposed before january that that q post is inaccurate Um, you can refer to it as disinformation or whatever you want, but that, in my opinion, I'm willing to put my, you know, go toe to toe with, with Q and this fact that I think it will be exposed before January. I think it will be before the holidays. I think Patriots are in full control. Trump won this election in a fucking landslide and everything is about to be exposed and all the shit we've been waiting for is going to happen. But keep in mind, I have been told that the next two weeks will be hell. Uh, this was a day or two ago, so we probably are in for some darkness and some shade and some false flags in the next week and a half. Um, but as I get information, I will continue to relay it in the Four Deep Discord, and uh, they will get first crack. And then, uh, you know, we'll do another podcast next week uh, with the crew. We'll fuck around a little bit. We'll bring it back to the old school. But I just wanted to get this emergency one out there just to to fill the void for everyone, Benny. Yeah, and it was it was a great recap. There was so much to talk about. And before the show, Tommy was saying, hey, we, we can't just talk about what's happening today. We have to cover some of what's been going on over the past week or two. And I was just thinking to myself, like, man, you know, a week in, in this time in 2020 is like a year. Yeah, like I was, so I, we were even saying, I'm like, Ben, what happened last week? Oh, like, I don't fucking know. Like, so much. And like there's we. I mean, if you look at the breaking news channel that I have, just since yesterday, there's over 50 new stories. And 50 stories in the breaking news tab on the 4Deep Discord since just yesterday. Since yesterday. Just since and yesterday. Ben only puts the important shit in there. Granted, yeah. Ben's version of importance depends on how high he is. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. There's about 40 really good ones in there. And 10, you're like, Ben, how stoned were you when you put that in? Right, right. 
But yeah, guys, so we, you know, we covered a lot. There was a lot to go over and a lot of important things are going on. My percentage right now of Trump winning, it started at 60 last week and has been creeping up. I'm around 70% now that Trump's going to win. You know, I I love Tommy's source and the prediction, and I'm not 100% on anything ever, 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 even before the election. There's always something that can happen, but Mm -hmm. I'm at 70% right now. Um, you know, I, I talked the chat basically down from a ledge the day after the election. Right, you did and told a great him, job. You look at all the things that's that going day. on. I, I thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I was going through the rules of um, which states can do recounts when the Electoral College deadlines are for for each, you know, certification of votes when these things happen and what our timeline is. So we know when we can start feeling uncomfortable if things aren't going our way. Right. And since then, things have been going our, our way every step of the way, Tom. Yep. And you were great. And I appreciate you for that. Um, You and Janet have been phenomenal. Um, I want to really commend you because you've been in there for six, seven hours straight with these people breaking news, uh, really building the culture in there. So uh, it's been phenomenal. I appreciate you. I know I make fun of you a lot and fuck around with you a lot, but I figured (laughs) you deserve to be spotlighted on this podcast and you deserve to be spotlighted in that room. Uh, I respect Ben so much recently that I mean, outside of his fucking art and his sneaker choices. But um, I actually have declared whenever anyone writes Tommy G for president, I'm like, nope, Ben Jamin for president. Ben, you are our president. I want to be Kaylee McInerney. I want to be the fucking Tommy G activate dealing with Jim Acosta and the reporters. So this will be right. uh, Ben Jamin 2024. And uh, I will be the campaign manager and puppet master. And I'll make sure that our Discord, because we have the hottest girls in our Discord. It's fucking insane. It's like 70% women and they're all smoke shows. So I, I was said, so I'm surprised gonna... at that. Oh, it's, I'm not because my following's fucking sick. That's the greatest thing about being the industry playboy, that you get all the hot girls coming over. So our following is bad bitches. Like they are hot. They are aggressive. They don't take any shit from the fucking boys. And I said, I'm going to have a fucking army behind you, Ben, when you run for president of just badass conspiracy bitches and alpha men and Ben. That's going to be our team. <laughs> so we're going to have an army of 20 behind you at the podium that will activate on everyone. But uh, so appreciate everything you've been doing, Ben, along with everyone else over there. So uh, get over to fordeep.com, sign up for the Discord. We have a new No Mercy podcast that we'll be dropping next week that'll be more of the old format, couple hours, normal crew. But uh, for now, we just wanted to get this breaking news out. They will be more consistent. We'll probably be doing two No Mercies a week once Four Deep drops, uh, maybe one on the site and one on iTunes. But uh, for Benjamin, I am Tommy G. For everyone else in the crew, Kurt, Bobby, Janet, and everyone else involved, uh, get over to Four Deep. We love you. We appreciate you. We will win this election. I promise you. So good luck. Stay questioning the motherfuckers.